Hello everyone, a very warm welcome to Christina Aguilera Track Battle. I'm your host Bags, super fan and lover of all things Xtina. This is the podcast where we take two songs from Christina's amazing discography at random via our fancy random track wheel, discuss them and undertake the challenging task of determining which is better. Let's find out which songs are going head to head this episode. Are you ready fighters? Let's spin the wheel. Fall in line, and that's going up against falling in love again. It's all about the falling. <laughs> Fall in line versus falling in love again. Two very different songs as well. Two very different meanings, but both have fall or some sort of iteration of falling in in their titles. So let's find out a bit more about them, shall we? Let's first start talking about Fall In Line. So this is the second single and track number six from Liberation, which was released in 2018. And it features guest vocals from Demi Lovato. This song for me is highly 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 underrated and it deserved to do so much better in the charts i mean we've got christina and demi together um but who knows why who knows why anymore um but um it actually did chart it went to number 99 in the uk and 101 in the us i mean i think for me i think songs with a message mean nothing anymore um because this as we know has got a very very big deep meaningful message and songs that have stuff like that don't tend to do very well these days um it is more about you know looking geared for the club that sort of thing um but i mean who cares about charts right now when the legacy and what impression you make with the art that you create as a singer and a musician means way more um i think christina's at that point where you know she's had a success she is going to make whatever music she wants to make and whatever art she wants to create and liberation was a massive massive sign of that she got her mojo back she got her inspiration back and and it was definitely something that um, us fighters welcomed with open arms because she was her again. Um, so Fall In Line was written by Christina, Johnny Simpson, Mark Williams, Audra May, John Bellion and Raul Kubina. And it was produced by John Bellion. And this is this sort of epic feminist um, anthem ballad, uh, which centres around the theme of sort of female empowerment. And it's it's very epic, you know, with the string section and the vocals are just just so pleading and so amazing um you know you can definitely feel this sort of movie vibe from it um christine actually wrote this song um a few years prior to liberation's release um she had it in her vault her famous vault of hers um and I think um, it was way, way, way before the uprising of this, you know, like the Time's Up movement and the Me Too movement. Um, And I think she sort of dug it out because she felt like it was a song that needed to be heard, not only because of the sort of current political movements and situations, um, but also going through what she did growing up. Um, she felt driven to use that voice that her mother never had in her childhood um, and to some extent what she didn't have early on in her career where she was surrounded by men um, telling her what to do and um, and then with her mother who grew up around the domestic abuse that she suffered um, it, it they, there was not that voice of empowerment there so I think it 
you know it's it's sort of written for both of those situations um but it's it's sort of very i mean this is another thing christina's very ahead of her time like this sort of stuff like i said you know the me too times up movement has taken a, a front seat very much so in the last few years but if this was written way 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 before that she's so ahead of her time and she will so speak about topics and things that people won't speak about at the time um so yeah hats off this is why we love her um christina says she's always wanted to be an advocate for women um and you know not only just women anyone struggling to have their own voice we've seen this with songs like can't hold us down on 2002 stripped and it's sort of woven throughout our album since then and also in her live performances and her interviews um you know when she's been asked about um female empowerment and that sort of thing um she's been very very open and very vocal about it um but you know she's also said this song is not just about female empowerment it's also for anyone that's felt disempowered or repressed um whatever sort of going on in your life that you feel the need to come out to an own realization and fight back um it's also for that as well um it's it's just a very very empowering song and I like what Christina tweeted when the song was released. Um, she said something like, to anyone who's ever felt silenced and repressed, the truth seekers and bold thinkers, may you liberate your voice and break the mould, never back down and never fall in line. And, you know, it's it, it, it just shows, you know, even if she is writing the song um, or she's singing the song about a certain subject, as a listener you can relate to it even you know I'm a male and I I will listen to it and relate to it from that point of view if there's any moments that I felt disempowered or repressed this is a song that sort of helps me and it helps me come to a realization to not back down and not fall in line um so it's you know it's great and, and as a songwriter and as, as an artist it's great to have that song or music out there that is universal that a lot of people can relate to it's not you know it's not completely niche it's not um, ignoring a lot of other people and and that's brilliant so um actually a demo version of fall in line without demi's vocals leaked way 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 before i think it was a good few months before liberation was even announced let alone we knew any sort of song titles or anything like that um it's got exactly the same instrumental um but christina singing the whole song um and then it actually emerged nearer to the time of its release uh, when we were having um sort of rumblings and mumblings about liberation that demi lovato is going to be featured on the song which i um I'm one of those people where if something leaks like way, way, way more in advance, I'm not going to overplay it because by the time it's going to be released or if it's going to come out, then I will have played it too much. Um, and, you know, we, we didn't know if it was going to be on the album at the time. It could have been a leftover or something. But it was one of those things where I was like, yes, I'm very thirsty and very hungry for new Christina material, but I'm not going to overplay it. Um, but... Um, I mean, Christina must have done the track and she said that she could hear room for another female vocalist on the song and actually revealed that she approached Demi Lovato herself because she wanted somebody that could be sort of vocal about their own struggles and their past and put their heart and passion into it and apply it to a song. And so she obviously got Demi to record her bit. And when she heard Demi's vocals, Christina said that she actually cried and she teared up listening to it because it just it was just made for it it just sounded amazing and i think she sent her like a thank you note message and some flowers and 
basically said to her, oh my God, you took it to the next level and well, the rest is history. Um, and speaking from a fan perspective, like I'm, I'm somebody who obviously I like to follow pop music, but I, I didn't really, I don't really follow a lot of Demi Lovato's career. Like I, I know she's released a lot of music and um, they've got very, very similar backgrounds, Demi and Christina, you know, from, from this Disney background. Um, but um, their vocals work very, very well together. I did not know that Demi could break it down like that. Like she, she's an amazing vocalist and, you know, Christina's vocals are so deep and rich. She Her vocals have become more deep and richer as her career's gone on. And, and Demi has that sort of higher range and their belts just work so well together because she can take the lower range, Christina, and Demi can take the higher range and it just, it, it sounds beautiful together. Um, The producer of the song, John Bellion, actually revealed that, um, the beehive herself queen bee beyonce tried to secure the song for r&b duo uh chloe halley chloe x halley who uh that signed on to beyonce's label um and she wanted fall in line for them but of course um ended up with christina um so as we know this song is this sort of feminist anthem and on the album it's preceded by a little introduction or interlude uh called dreamers where there is a group of young girls um talking about um what they want to be when they're older um one of them is christina's daughter summer rain and there's also the daughter of her season 10 the voice winner alison porter um and she's also on there as well and they're sort of saying you know i want to when i grow up i want to be a lioness i want to be heard i want to be president um which is very very inspiring and we actually saw when this was being recorded when christina posted this sort of video like a second a day video from a month i think it was april 2017 on like her instagram um and you can see sort of later on in the video you can see like there's a girl saying i'm a boss um and alison porter sitting there as well so i think you know i'm i'm, I'm guessing fall in nine was probably recorded around about then which was like a good year before liberation came out um but um it's very nice sort of interlude that precedes it because um it is about you know as as you're little you need to be told that um you know don't hold back don't let a man put you in a position where you feel like you're being held back um so you know it's it, it connects really really well and and you know like christina always does on her albums she sort of takes you on a journey and that that's what it does with the, with the interludes here so as it was released as a single, there was an accompanying music video which was directed by Luke Guildford and it shows a young Christina and Demi um, sort of playing in a meadow and having this childlike innocence and then they're kidnapped by these sort of two, um, what I assume are men with like these helmets on and stuff and they're being forced to live and grow up and sing in this like futuristic prison uh, filled with lots of surveillance technology and cameras and eventually the two sort of gain strength and fight their way to freedom and find that they are back in that meadow again at the end and it's this very clear message on society's oppression of women but also um a lot of fans like fighters and and Demi Lovato's fans the Lovatics they think that it's a dig at how both Demi and Christina's earlier careers were under a lot of control um because they both were they both were you know part of this Disney magnet and um a lot of the decisions and that they couldn't really make and they were surrounded by men who would make the decisions for them so a lot of people think that that's sort of like an answer back to that 
Um, so as it was a single, she has performed this, um, and it, it was sort of the main sort of when Liberation came out, one of the main songs that she would be performing um, to promote the album. Um, she performed it, you know, in Carpool Karaoke with James Corden. She did it at the Billboard Music Awards. I really like the performance she did on Jimmy Fallon because, um, yes, Demi Lovato wasn't there, but. Um, I like the extra ad lib she did and I also like the staging with this sort of black and red theme. She's got this long coat and her dancers are in black. It's very sort of military-like and it, I like that it sort of reflects the song, uh, you know, with the chains and the man's, you know, saying right, two, three, left, two, that. It's it's great. Really, really good. Um, she also performed it. It was a staple on the Liberation Tour and it's been sort of reverted into like a video interlude um, on the X Tour and the experience where you can see all these sort of, you know, like the Me Too movement and stuff like that. And then at the end of the interlude, there is um, a great quote from Cher um, where she says, a man is not an absolute necessity. And her saying like, uh, my mum said to me, one day you should settle down and marry a rich man. And she said, no mum, I am the rich man. Two great quotes, really great quotes. You can see how much she respects Cher, um, you know, even from pre-Burlesque, but even post-Burlesque, like they've got a really great friendship. Um, and Cher is like this icon and legend who's literally inspired every female pop star that's come after her. So yeah, great, great nod there. Um, so let's look at favourite parts and favourite lyrics. My favourite part is... Um, I like that you can almost hear the shackles or the chains in the background, which really adds to the theme of the song. Um, but my favourite part has to be the ending of the song, where we hear this amazing build-up of layered vocals with Demi and Christina, and this epic, almost movie-like soundtrack accompaniment. Um, I remember being floored at this bit when I heard the demo version of it, and then when Demi's vocals in it, it just added that extra layer and extra spark, and it was so epic. My favourite lyric... Um, I actually really like the beginning, little girls listen closely. It's like she's talking to the girls that are there in the Dreamers intro um, and she's saying that I have something important to share with you because no one's told me anything like this. It's like she's passing it down to the next generation of future powerful women and it's a really lovely image she's conjured um, and it just flows so well um, from the previous, uh, the, the album Liberation is just flows amazingly of you know from song to song you know with the, the intro the interludes and everything like that it's absolutely brilliant and the fact that Christine has spoken about sort of the power of a woman so much throughout her long and illustrious career shows how much things still need to change and how much there's so much that needs to be addressed in terms of equality between men and women uh, but not only that but also even repression in society um you know how people try to bring you down and tear you down it's all just encompassed under the same umbrella it's a huge conversation and a debate that is way bigger than this podcast but it starts from how you act and treat others and know that it's not okay to bring someone down or to oppress another individual just to make yourself feel better and she's still probably going to be talking about this and singing about this in years to come because it's going to take a lot for stuff like this to get changed but someone's got to do it and it's great that she's using her voice for the greater good here so let's talk about the song that Fall in Line is up against which is Falling in Love Again parentheses can't help it so this is a song that was done for the soundtrack of the film The Spirit, um, released in 2008, which is a comic book adaptation written and directed by Frank Miller and starring Gabriel Mack, Samuel L. Jackson, Eva Mendes, Scarlett Johansson, uh, big stellar cast there. And um, Falling in Love Again plays over the end credits um, of the film 
and it runs a whopping eight minutes and 12 seconds, which if I believe correctly is Christina's longest studio recording. Correct me if I'm wrong, send me a message, tell me off. But I think it is the longest, you know, not counting like extra bits added onto the end of the song, like continuous music. Um, it is definitely the longest. Um, so this is actually a cover um, of the same title song, Falling In Love Again, Can't Help It, um, originally performed by Marlene Dietrich for the film De Blau Engel, which is in German translated as The Blue Angel. Uh, and it was read, um, it was written by Friedrich Hollander and Sammy Lerner. So this is like the 30s, like this is going way, way, way back. Um, but that, like that song is this sort of like beautiful, like poignant song. Um, whereas like, Christina's cover um, is completely different. Um, it's produced by Linda Perry. Um, so it makes us believe that this was recorded during the Keeps Getting Better sessions, uh, which was sort of done around the 2008 time. We know Linda said that she's recorded a lot of a lot of music around Keeps Getting Better. I mean, we only heard the four songs on the end of the Greatest Hits album and then, of course, Falling in Love Again. So we only had these sort of five songs from around the time. But I believe, and I do agree, that she's probably got way more recorded and in the vault somewhere so you know be nice to listen to it one day Tor is talking about that vault hopefully she uh, releases something from there um but christina's version as opposed to sort of this like um sad song um you know almost like the 30s blues vibe it's it's very electro tinged very hypnotic and very very sultry as well very much in the same vein as the electro tinged stuff that she was diving into at the time um with keeps getting better um and going forward getting inspired for bionic um and um it's it's a you know the, the cover is the, the song itself like the original song is like two three minutes but this is sort of um the song is repeated and it's sort of split into sections with these instrumental bits in the middle um so the first section we've got like a primary sort of sultry version um and then we have this instrumental breakdown with these very rhythmic synths and it almost sounds like an alien spaceship like coming to take you away and get beamed up um which you know is cool but then we get like a change in the vocal style we get a sort of a robotic um you know sound effects to her voice um and then the tempo changes again we get these layered harmonies this is like another song where she sounds so different there's no ad libs at all here from christina it really does not sound like her at all and it's so 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 experimental um i can imagine like this is a song that christina probably listened to a lot because we know she listened to this sort of music growing up um but um i love that she has put a different sound on it um and of course the only classic christina we've got here is a little laugh or two thrown around which you can hear um but it's just um the way that it's been covered and 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 how the song has changed is just brilliant my favorite part is the last minute of the song where the instrumental just comes to the forefront and we get this sort of very dark synth the alien sounds come back again and then we get christina's spoken words over the top that i'm falling in love again she always sounds like a robot um it's like she's playing a robot and the robot's like suddenly feeling emotions it's it's great i love it um my favorite lyric is men cluster to me like moths around a flame and if their wings burn i know i'm not to blame i love the same sense of danger it evokes and this interpretation of the song as this sort of silky electronic siren number is genius and it really suits christina's creativity and experiment nature if you've not heard the song i mean it's not on any streaming platforms which is so annoying so 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 annoying but it is on youtube um and also it's at the end of the film the spirit which is um out on some streaming platforms as well so it's a great it's a great great um 
interpretation of the song do do go listen to it you know the songs had a lot of people cover it over the years you know from the beatles kevin ayres billy holiday doris day sammy davis jr nina simone many 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 more um and like for me it's it is like that bridge between back to basics and bionic because we have this song from the 30s um which you know back to basics was about it was about the 20s 30s 40s it's beginning a futuristic twist which is what bionic's about so it makes me wonder like how some of the back to basics song would have worked in sort of the bionic tour um and see and if they were potentially going to do any you know remixes as we know christina does like to switch up her songs live to sort of reflect the the vibe of the album like she did with back to basics she did you know or go once and come on over um i remember when this first came out and how obsessed i was about it um falling in love again um i played it so much it was like christina's we'd never heard before and i can't believe that this isn't on streaming platforms like i said before i hereby start an official petition to make this happen we have to let the masses hear it this is a great 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 song um and i love it when christina experiments you know in the lead up to bionic um you know keeps getting better side projects like this bionic itself is when we saw these amazing experimental pieces from christina and it just showed her amazing talents as an artist and her ear for music and um you know it's like i said she's got the success she doesn't need to prove anything anymore and she's but more than happy to just experiment and explore different artists and explore different territories with her voice and musical genres and i just can't believe i'm a fan of such a talented queen <laughs> so we've heard about fall in line and we've heard about falling in love again can't help it this is so difficult i've literally chosen a different winner every single time i've thought about it but i think i finally settled on one so let's have that drum roll please And the winner is... Fall in Line! God, that was so, 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 so hard. I think this is the hardest one so far because I have a lot of love for Falling in Love again because of how experimental it is. But Fall in Line is just so epic and so cinematic and statement making. I do replay Falling in Love again a lot more actually, but just because of its experimental factor and the message behind it and how much it means, Fall in Line is just, it just summarises Christina way more. So it had to win. Oh God, I'm still so torn. I'm still so torn. No, no, Fall in Line has to win. It was, it's just brilliant. Really, really good. And both amazing songs. I think if Falling in Love Again was up against a different song, that probably would win. But yeah, I mean, they're both amazing. So the next episode, we'll be looking at a song described as a 2.0 of a previous song in Christina's discography versus the song that turned me from a fan into a diehard fan. Thank you so much for listening. That is it for today's show. If you like the show, please be sure to subscribe and leave a comment. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Extina Track Battle. Ta-ta! Ta-ta!